The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. And good day. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you're listening from in the world, to the Sharita Star and Power Hour, it's time once again to get conscious, dear stars. Welcome to episode 29 and the 16th of 2023, Current Reflections Upon America and the Global Scope, preparing with Lieutenant Colonel Stephen Murray. Our last episode and the 15th for 2023, Empowerment Words to Remember in Reflective Times. And reflective times we are circulating in indeed. And that episode focused upon the power of our words and how this mysterious and uncanny way lexigrams are able to provide us with this spell out the truth ability so that we know how to take that word and put it into action. And with the extremely multi-layering of uh, building reflection cycles that the collective is, is pursuing in right now, we need to keep our empowerment as keen and as well-oiled as, as humanly possible. So if you are joining us for the first time today, and thank you so much for being here and doing so, definitely check that episode out. If uh, you know you know life is a little off uh, base right now, there's a reason. Um, there's a lot of reflection circulating in the universe. And the episode previous to that is the outlook of August and what was foreseen to be of very and uh, very, very keen advice. And it has already played out. Now, this episode today that we are airing, we had wanted uh, to put it in for the 4th of August which the empowerment words took over for, uh, because we had some audio uh, mixing uh, <laughs> technicalities that we ended up saving uh, and worked out, but it wasn't an, an time enough to get this out uh, by the 4th. So while this conversation that the lieutenant colonel and I had uh, back in very late July, it is, it, it's a keen reflection uh, conversation concerning, you know, how... We have proceeded since the spring and the earlier part of the year. And most of you know, uh, if you've been listening for a while, Lieutenant Colonel Stephen Murray was our very special guest for the first time back in early March. So check that episode out if uh, you are, again, joining us for the first time and take in his perspective he is a former information warfare officer and cyber defense battalion commander, served in the army, served overseas, was in Iraq and, and did, you know, many things. 
uh, obviously to uh, serve our nation and protect the freedom that we have here in this country, which is um, getting a, a little bit in a more delicate, um, it's a delicate thing, what we think freedom is in, in this moment in time in America. So his experience and life experience in the military, uh, his perspective on global matters and especially how, you know, things are, are at work, truly behind the scenes, because this is what his specialty is and what he knows goes on that the average person and not even due to lack of intelligence or any of that, it's just not how the information is ever given. So as you listen to him today, Consider that he has that experience to be able to speak the way that he does about the things that he does and how he's understood things from his his point of view. Um, there's some sensitive topics we get into today, uh, which a lot of people, you know, still find there's an uncomfortability around it, but it is something that is becoming more and more aware uh, in, you know, more of the public eye, and that does go on, has gone on, and he has seen it personally. He has seen it up close and personal, and it is not an easy thing to uh, mentally wrap your head around. So without further ado, we're going to just dive right in and let you listen to this um, wonderful conversation that we had. We we did a lot of balancing in, in this episode to pull in how he sees things going on and how the cycles from America's forecast, as well as what the collective energy is circulating and how they they always back them up. Um, there's, there's no question how he sees it from a just a, a totally different angle of looking at it is matching up with what the energy says otherwise. So without further ado, we warmly and uh, gratefully welcome Lieutenant Colonel Stephen Murray back to the Sharita Star Empower Hour. To the show and the Sharita Star Empower Hour, Sir Steve. It's a pleasure to have you back. It's good to be back. It's been a while. And we've we we got a lot of catching up to do with everybody today, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> Much has changed since the spring, <laughs> or late winter, as it were. I think that was yeah. Still, still changing, by the way, and changing. changing every single day. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so, it's never a dull moment. I just was saying that with somebody else today. Uh, they were telling me they were there was a fire out in California in in the canyon. It, it got you know uh, put out, but they were like, God, "It's never dull, is it?" You know, I'm like, "Nope, not anymore." <laughs> it's only going to get more exciting, especially as the the next few months come on. Oh, you bet. And uh, you know, as I've you know the the, the listeners here know. Um, you know, I've covered the, the the base work of of what America is experiencing right now in its current personal year, which is a year of endings, conclusions, finalizations. But it's it's themed uh, spiritual material conflict, 
which kind of sums it up in a good nutshell of what the country is currently experiencing. But as always, we love to have your, uh, you know, expertise and, and, you know, obviously your information warfare officer perspective on everything going on, which, uh, as we'll, you know, keep conversing, uh, you know, the planet's back up as I continue to listen to your sit reps, which are always bang on spot on as far as how the cycles are seeing what what's really going on here well what's interesting about the last few months is you you and i talked about this before so i'm trying to encapsulate this so bear with me i may not do a good job of this you and i have talked about cycles restarting and and things retrograding back to uh the way they were before an interesting thing has happened just in the uh, in the intel circles that I've been communicating with, and that is, <clears throat> teams have fall, teams have basically disbanded for a variety of reasons. Team new teams have come together, other teams have melded apart and then melded into other teams. And the interesting thing is, there's a there's a dichotomy right now between uh, military officers that I'm involved, well, I should say involved with, but I communicate with, and several things have have changed just since March. So the first one is, if you would have talked to folks back in March, especially in the military, they would have told you that Ukraine was, was a primary objective and there's a good chance the Ukrainians will win. There's, um, you know, activity with China, China's China's not at par with us, variety of conversations. Where I'm going with this is those conversations have changed drastically just Mm -hmm. in the last few months. And that is almost everybody I talk to thinks something big is coming, black swan event. Almost everyone I talk to thinks there is a pause right now because the elite are trying to figure out what to do next to recapture the narrative. And they're trying to figure out what to do next to prevent prevent some of the disclosures that have happened. Case yeah. in point, Obama's sous chef, his cook, for his mansion was found literally in one of his pawns dead, beaten to death. And I, I literally said today in my sit rep, don't be surprised if over the coming days and weeks, you see more and more information come out about the relationship between Obama and this cook and the relationship between this cook and, and uh, Michelle. And what what transpired today, literally 20 minutes after I posted my sit rep article comes out where one of the first responders said, yeah, he was beaten to death. And <clears throat> the point is, is that I said back in January that there was two factions that were two or three factions that were fighting. There was all these loose marriages of convenience to get Trump out of office, to to do the COVID um, narrative, to push the narrative in Ukraine. All of those relationships and marriages of convenience are falling apart now for a variety of reasons. One of them is the folks that are, the elite that are in New York figured out somewhere around October of last year that they weren't going to get a seat at the table in the new world order. And so this backroom fighting starts, backroom fights started between Larry Fink and Jamie Dimon and those two factions. And I said early on in January, watch June, July, you're going to see a bunch of disclosures come out 
about a lot of people that are in in the background right now. And those disclosures are going to wake people up because they're going to be disclosures about malfeasance that's happened over the last decade that people had no idea was going on. Case mm-hmm. in point, Jamie Dimon, the Epstein thing. And I've talked about this relationship over and over and over again. And I've talked about it because it shows that the people in front of the camera are just actors. Everything you see in DC is fiction. Every yeah. right down to the vote is fiction. And it's fiction because when you get to be the senior players like Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, they're owned by so many people that you don't know who the puppet master is on the other side, pulling their strings at that moment. And the same thing's true with Biden, with McCain, with um, a host of other um, career politicians. And over the next several weeks, we're going to see more and more disclosures that are going to get closer and closer to these people are involved in pedophilia. These people were involved with Epstein. And then at the same time, you're seeing the, the cultural narrative change around the Clintons. People are starting to ask the question, why is it that so many people around the Clintons have died? Why is it that everybody that gets close to the Clintons and has the goods on the Clintons ends up dead? And those questions are being asked now in a public forum. If you would have, if you would have asked those questions five years ago, you'd have been censored off of every platform. Sure. Now, because of alternative media, and because of the fact that the, the public is sick of the status quo, you're seeing these disclosures coming out in alternative media, and they're coming out faster than the mainstream media can create new BS to cover it up. Mm-hmm. And- well, <clears throat> and to back up what you're saying here, when we get into, and <clears throat> everybody has, uh, one of the last episodes was, uh, diving into the intensity of what August is going to be like and not to get fooled by persuasive charm that may or may not show up during August 2023 as a universal month overall. But in particular for America, by the 23rd of August, we layer in the Mercury retrograde on top of the ongoing Venus retrograde, which is already backtracking in the country's ability to transform itself through its wealth investments but it's where the country like in essence sits like an eagle and looks at the entire scope of its life as a nation so that review and redo was going on and that's where i you know we'll see what they're going to be doing with money in the banks and how all that's going to roll along you know by this time frame but when that Mercury joins in to retrograde, which is, of course, always a cycle of reflection. It is sitting on top of the country's natal Neptune in its foreign policy, foreign affairs, whatever we do with another nation in connectivity. But more importantly, as you always say, it's, it's, it's about the truth and about what this country has been led to believe. So I think if you haven't seen things roll out, in some interesting fashion between now and the time we get to air this, um, which is of course airing today on uh, the 4th of August, that Mercury stationed on top of that Neptune 
is going to pull out some secrets. <laughs> I do believe pretty strongly and then let the revelations begin from there. So I think a lot of things are coming. Like you keep saying, we're, we're getting to some culmination point. But I think it's coming pretty rapidly here. And I think by September, game is on. I agree. I, I think the – so I originally figured it was June and July when we'd see some kind of a, a catalyst event that would wake up the public. And believe it or not, I think that event already came and went, and we probably didn't even realize it. Remember, you and I are immersed in alternative media. We're not still in mainstream and we're not in social media. And this Sound of Music, or Sound of Music, the Sound of Freedom movie (laughs) has literally, I've paid no attention to it whatsoever. Yeah. Because I've already. It's doing its own. um, Here's how I look at that. And also what happened with the infamous Jason Aldean song is that you remember back that the day before we celebrated the nation's, uh, you know, new new year and, and we entered officially this 18-9 very conflicting year that's going to require a ton of courage from every single citizen of this country who wants to pay attention. There was a full moon the day before on the 3rd, and it was at the 11th degree of Capricorn. Now, the 11 told me, The wedge in that infamous divide and conquer was just going to get bigger. And that movie and Mr. Aldean have put that in another context because people have just stood on a side or another because you've got everybody saying, oh, that movie's a conspiracy theory and it's all associated with Q and it's this and it's that and the mainstream media is blowing it out of proportion. That's the mainstream narrative. Remember that. And they're doing the same thing to Aldine's song, like saying, oh, oh, it's it's a terrorist song and it's all this other stuff. And it's like, you know, you guys are just pushing the divide again. You're just pushing that divide and that all rolled out during July. Like here's the interesting part of that. The interesting side of that is you're seeing the public that more and more of the public distrust the mainstream media. More and more of the public are starting to question what they've heard. And more and more of the public are buying into what they're seeing in The Sound of Freedom. And the unintended consequence of the movie is not that the movie is waking people up. It's literally the second and third order effects of the movie is people are starting to question is this real? Are these things really happening? And then the other revelation, which I haven't talked about because it's hard enough to talk to people about what a red room is and what they do to children in red rooms. It's hard enough to talk about how they traffic children and how they, all the things they do to children when they're on the move. Because it's not just the, the people they sell the kid to. It's everybody that handles that kid all the way through the process that kid is molested all the way through. It is, it is, it is a very, very sick and insidious um, money and a marketplace. And it's the biggest cash and carry business on the planet. And because of the movie, people are starting to ask the question: Wait a second, is there only one Epstein Island? No, there's not. There's there's hundreds. Yeah. And more importantly. These, these red rooms, which they don't even discuss in the movie, people are starting to ask about. Like, are these real? Yes, they're real. They really they really broadcast 
on the dark web the rape, torture, and mutilation of a child? Yes, they do. And the people that are watching are paying tremendous sums of money to dictate what happens to the kid in that chair. People are starting to find out about it. And I'm telling you, when somebody has, and I don't have proof of this, but somebody has the doomsday tapes from Epstein Island, and someone will release years of tapes of every name you know in the government, in every tier and strata, in our in our social um, environment, as well as our governmental environment. Every institution in our society is affected by this. Yeah. Every institution, even police chiefs, professors, doctors, lawyers, junior politicians, all affected by this. They're either coerced into it, they're lured into it, or they're active participants in it. And it's the best known secret in Washington, D.C. And people really have no idea. And because of the movie, the cultural narrative is shifting. And as the cultural narrative shifts, people are going to be more and more awake to what's really going on. Because here's a point that that came up this week, which I, I was tracking, but I didn't realize was such a big deal. 60,000 children have disappeared from our border 60,000 children where'd they go Mm -hmm. exactly and here's the kicker our government puts them on a plane in the middle of the night and flies them to all parts of the u.s no record of it so think about it if you're a child trafficker the open border is a smorgasbord of illegal and illicit activity that's completely supported by the CIA and our government. Mm-hmm. And, and that's an interesting, you know, to talk about, obviously, this horrific reality that is no conspiracy theory. That infamous lunar eclipse, the total lunar eclipse that happened on none other than Election Day last year in 2020 on November 8th. That kicked off in the nation's area that contends with children. Now, a lunar eclipse, of course, is a full moon, and it's it's revealing what needs to be reflected on. So this is out, and it is it is you know for this whole time, just little by little by little, and of course the fact that this movie has you know finally you know come out. Although you know what I find very interesting is that in 2014, there's literal, I think it was CBS, it, it, it's a literal coverage of what Tim Ballard did on mainstream media, but that was aired in 2014. They didn't take the link down yet, which I'm surprised. But it's really relating exactly some of the things that are in that movie. You know, it, it shows the same exact scenes of what happened, you know, the things when they were, you know, rescuing people, rescuing the children. So uh, this revelation that this is, you know, obviously nefariously going on with children. um, Yeah, this is, this is meant to be coming out at this time so that people can face what it is. As much as it's disturbing and it's uncomfortable, but it needs to be understood. Uh, let, it, it's going to get really uncomfortable for a lot of people 
mm-hmm. because a good portion of our population cannot look at anything negative, let alone anything this no. insidious. Yeah. And just to give you some context of how far back this goes, George H.W. Bush was named by name in the Boys Town scandal back in 1988. He was literally, there was two witnesses that came forward and said that he had oral sex with two teenage boys at this party. And where, who was George Bush in 1988 and where was he? He was vice president of the United States. Mm -hmm. The vice president of the United States was by name in a scandal. That's 40 years ago, literally 40 years ago. This has been going on this long. So my point of saying that is that when these revelations actually come out, you're going to see a lot of these famous families burn to the ground because the revelations will be so, uh, they're literally going to be so crazy when they come out. And then when they're proven true, people are going to be appalled on a level they have never. Why do you think they're, they're rushing this, this acceptance of pedophilia and this trans community right now? Because they know that when the revelations come out, there's not going to be a place on this planet they can hide because every population on the planet is going to realize they took their kids and they did this to their kids. And there's not going to be a place for these people to hide. And it's, I'm telling you, we're we're maybe a few months away because we're not making it to the 24 election. That was cast a while ago. I, I, highly agree with that as well and and the uh the fourth what we say hit in astrology of that infamous pluto return that's ongoing from 2021 to 2024 it won't technically be fully complete until the the close of 24 but the last really strongest moment of it like aligning in that return energy as we consider it in astrology that pulls in as soon as we get done with this infamous uh, Mercury retrograde coming up the 23rd of August through the 15th of September, your Pluto return on the retrograde this time starts backtracking and hits that exact point again. It's not a total direct hit, but it's back to the degree point. So that's close enough for me in astrology. The math is aligning and that's all happening through October. And when we're in September as a nation, not only are we in the thick of the, you know, getting in more and more into this motion of things are ending, things are ending, they're concluding, they're finalizing. You're in the same kind of momentum for the month of September. So things are really activated in, and it's all happening in the country's leadership. So all that what you're saying like people getting called out and you're going to, you know, maybe see some disclosure. All of that is affecting the leadership at that time, big time. So September is like, I think a huge wake up call. And that Pluto return promises that things will not stand in the system that we've got it standing in right now, because it's not meant to stick in the way that it is right now. And I think the way it's going to show up is, this, if you look at what's going on right now, you're looking at the removal of Biden, the removal of Merrick Garland, the removal of Chris Ray, which will spark a, a, 
let's just say unintended consequences and backlash. Mm-hmm. And there's a, here's the problem. The, the, the problem that the elite have is you can't replace Biden with Harris because Harris is more hated in her own party and the elite circles than Hillary Clinton is. Mm. If you, if you put in Gavin, Gavin Newsom into the, into the Oval Office, civil war. If you put anybody but Kevin McCarthy in the, the office of the president, civil war. Literally, the vitriol and the anger across the country is so intense right now. It's just going to be one spark. That, to me, is how this is going to develop. Yeah. I, I have been thinking about this over and over and over again. And I, it would be just like the elite to put somebody as awful as Gavin Newsom in the president's office and bypass Kevin McCarthy, who, look, neither one of those guys are good guys, but the less the evil you know versus the evil you don't know, <laughs> it's, it's really... Well, you've been repeating it a lot lately. You got to know who your enemy is. <laughs> you, know? you do. A lot of people don't understand. They still don't understand who the enemy actually is. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, you and the other, the other thing to realize, too, is that when all this... so. We crossed the precipice back in November 8th of 2022. That's when the country crossed the the precipice from a normal republic to a republican crisis and Mm -hmm. the the start of the second American revolution. It really started November 8th because it was clear to most Americans that were paying attention. And remember, the Civil War was was fought by 3% of the population. (coughs) That is where the three percenters came from. That's where a, n- a number of these Patriot groups have come, cr- come from. And as I've said on several sit reps, January 6th drove a lot of these, these organizations underground because the feds have infiltrated so many different, they'd so heavily infiltrated the proud boys that when the January 6th arrest started, all these groups went underground and they've been quietly organizing, quietly communicating, quietly preparing for a revolution since 2021, since 2020. And now you're looking at these groups have been preparing for two or three years. They've, they can see the writing on the wall. They're running the dollar to collapse the dollar on purpose. They're running the military to collapse the military on purpose. They're running the system to collapse. On, they want Sri Lanka. They want to run everybody out of resources and drive them into a social scoring system. Why do you think a guy like Elon Musk is turning Twitter into WeChat? And if you don't know what WeChat is, China uses WeChat to control their entire population. Mm-hmm. They can literally turn you on and turn you off so you can't eat, move, or even get into your apartment through WeChat. And if you post anything, that the regime does not approve of, you're cut off. They want to bring that here. And they're trying to leverage guys like Elon Musk to lure you back to to legacy social media so that they can regain the cultural narrative and regain the programming that they were using TV and movies and a lot of the legacy social media to do. And since 2020, that's all shifted to the conservative side. And now they're getting more and more desperate. As they get more and more desperate, their moves are going to be more and more towards the 
um, draconian side. So seeing Gavin Newsom come in or being installed is right in that wheelhouse. And that will that will literally drive a civil war. Well, and it's interesting when you talk about Musk, because, of course, you know, I've tapped into him a little bit and he's the trusting lamb in in his um, what we call his Chaldean karmic mystery to unlock in his life. And he has trusted the wrong people. And I suspect, as I also look at the current transits in his chart, uh, the Venus retrograde is going to kind of mess with his income a little bit. And the Mercury retrograde to follow will be messing with the communications he set up. So I'm wondering how well, because he did all of this uh, changing of the guards and changing of the brand under the Venus retrograde, which I was like, that's not going to turn out well. Um, I suspect by the time we get to <laughs> to the end of the Mercury retrograde, which will be on mid-September on the 15th, I think that whole thing is utter chaos by that point, whatever he thinks he's done with it, or it will be the most inaccurate information you could get your hands on by that point. You know, like you say, he just wants to throw this narrative into a whole, you know, he wants to control that. And I mean, he can try, but I don't know how successful he's going to be at the end of the day. Uh, That would be my you know, my two cents on his cycles, you know, and that's just, he's in a big, big, big year of permanent changes. So we'll see what permanently changes for him, but I don't know if it's going to be good ones. <laughs> I, I don't see Musk as a, as a trusty lamb. I see him as a psychopath. He, he, he well, he's that he too, but he's, t- he's tangled up with the wrong people. Well, it's like Trump, right? He surrounded himself. With, and with Trump has the same warning in a different way. And so does DeSantis. They, they both have this ability to persuade masses of people, but they surround themselves with, I don't want to say, well, you say it a lot, useful idiots. I mean, they're surrounded by useful idiots, and then they don't get what they need to get done. And they're better off relying on the self. And if they're trusting the wrong person, it, it, Musk has it, it's a, it's a kind of a different thing. It's like, that, you know, he's built this, obviously he's built what he's built, but he is so, it, it is so said he can lose everything because he trusted the wrong circles. I think, and, he, and look at who he's tangled up with. I mean, come on. Well, he's tangled yeah. up with Sequoia in China. So yeah, well, that would be why you should trust them. Yeah, and the <laughs> bill is due. And the interesting, Sadly so. <laughs> the interesting thing about Musk is that, um, He's been overt about his moves and people, people don't add up the, they don't do the math on all the things the guy's done. Mm-hmm. Case in point, he owns Vandenberg. He owns it. Mm-hmm. All of So there's two sides to Vandenberg Air Force Base. There's the north side, which is uh, primarily where all the ICBM testing and all the, the ICBM and uh, strategic command assets are. So the southern part of the base, which were all the launch, so they're called strategic launch uh, sites as slicks or satellite launch. I can't remember the name of them. You, you would never know I was in the business. But there's six launch sites down there. Slick six is down on the south side of the, of the hills down there. It used to be they built it for the space shuttle. 
And this is the government and its infinite retard, retardation. They built Slick Six and then they realized after they spent $100 million on this launch site that it was too close to the mountain and it would shake on takeoff. It would shake the shuttle and the, the boosters apart. So they never launched anything out of it. Musk, on the other hand, took Slick 3, 4, I think 4, 5, and 6 and turned them into launch sites for all of his assets. And then he owns assets down at the Cape, uh, Cape Canaveral. So he's got the biggest space program in world history. He's launched probably three to 4,000 satellites already and put that many satellites in orbit. Right. He's also bought Twitter and he's trying to turn Twitter into WeChat. Are you starting to see the bigger picture here? The guy controls access to the internet. The guy controls access to your wallet. The guy controls the biggest, one of the biggest media plat- social media platforms on the planet. This guy is not a good guy. I don't care how many different ways you paint him, but everything he has done. And if you go look at his history with PayPal and all of his history with that and the executives there, you're going to see a very disturbing pattern of a, of a very incompetent person that plays a very, very good part. And Mm -hmm. the same can be said with Harris, with DeSantis, with a host of other uh, political actors. And you're about to see the the facade stripped away from all of them. And you're going to see what they really are through these disclosures. And when these disclosures happen, people are going to be shocked because it's not going to match anything that they've been gaslit or programmed with. For the last 10 years, you're going to be like, wait, what? Yeah. And it's all going to turn out to be true. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's already shifted. Like the difference between a conspiracy theory now and five years ago was about eight months. Now the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth is about 12 hours to four hours. <laughs> no kidding. And literally yeah. the alternative media has debunked literally every single, um, gaslit story case in point the nuclear power plant power plant now i can't speak the power plant in ukraine ukrainians were saying the russians are going to blow it up the russians are going to blow it up and the u.s press was saying the russians were going to blow it up well it's been in russian control since february of last year why would the russians blow it up they basically dismantled it and mothballed it so it wouldn't be chernobyl too and so they saw the mounting pressure and the mounting narrative building in the U.S. press. So what did they do? They turned on cameras and broadcasted on the Internet 24-7. Literally, an alternative media here picked it up and broadcast it everywhere. Literally within 12 hours, the Ukrainian government retracted the story. Within 12 hours. Mm-hmm. That is monument, that's a monument, tectonic shift in the, in the information war. And... That is driving the elite to take some very drastic actions. And we are going to see probably in the next 30 days when they try and replace Biden, we'll see a drastic action and that will drive conflict across the planet. And anybody listen to this? The thing you need to keep in mind, if you hear me say anything today, hear this, we're at backstop for the rest of the planet. We That's are right. it. That's if right. we if we don't fight to preserve 
the Constitution. This is it for the world for the next 1,000 years. These people are that evil. So you, you have two choices, and you only have two choices. Choice one, get off your couch, turn off social media, and get involved in your community. Or choice two, go quietly into the night. Because these people literally want to kill off 90% of the planet. How do you explain a guy like Bill Gates running around the entire planet? This guy's responsible for the death of over 400,000 people in just one country. And he's not on a kill list. He hasn't been executed for treason or crimes against humanity. He's still running around. Now he's working with mosquitoes and he's vaccinating cattle. He's literally going after the protein in our in, in, across yeah. the planet. Yeah, that's how it evil is, these people uh, are. Another very, uh, as you would say, signal to pay attention to because, boy, I'm that's not on my appetite. I'll tell you that, <laughs> not at all. Well, the no, thing, the thing that people don't realize is that this is this is an existential fight for the planet not not just the US this yeah. is we're the last bastion of freedom what's left of our freedom and we have to take it back not from the Europeans no from our own tyrannical government yeah These which people, is very much what that pluto return is asking to pay close attention to because that's exact it's who has the control so the control is going to go back to how it's supposed to be and the people (laughs) are the people it's we dictate what goes on not the other way around and i think that's what you're seeing the, the quote-unquote awakening, that's what you're seeing across the U.S. right now. You're seeing people realizing that their standard of living is being eroded literally mm-hmm. day by day. Yep. The, the cost of, of fuel is artificial. The cost of food has gone up exponentially. I mean, you used to be able to buy a pound of hamburger for like three bucks, four yep. bucks. Sure and could. And now a pound of hamburger is almost $12. A gallon of milk is $12. People that were on the edge already are underwater. Yeah. And you're seeing car repossessions and you're about to see home repossessions, but that's not going to be the catalyst. When the IRS starts seizing people's property and seizing their assets, yeah. civil civil war. Yeah. And we I I hate to say it, folks, but that fight is coming to a door near you, whether you like it or not. Yeah, And you can't sit this one out. There's no place to hide. There's no place to run to. There's no place on the planet to go. Literally no place to go. And if you think I'm kidding, go look at what's going on in the UK right now. Go look at what they've turned their police force into. You post anything negative on social media, they show up at your house. They want to bring that here. They want to turn on a technical control grid that controls all of your movements. They want to take away all your assets. And then they want you to eat bugs. We're not designed to eat bugs. No, no we're not. I mean, and that that was something I had forewarned people, uh, you know, 
at the end of last year, you know, look, you know, with the forecast and the outlook of just what this seven universal year is all about was watch your privacy and what you think is private and what you, especially what you post, because if you're posting something and this does get turned on for any amount of time, which I don't think will fly here, like you say, but if it does for, you know, a trial period, you don't want to be a part of that. So watch what you post on your, especially like you say, like your legacy social media, which you shouldn't really be paying that much attention to anyway. But, you know, most people are still on that, running around, sharing memes, doing all this stuff. And I'm like, you should be very careful what you're doing right now because it's just a way to control you later. If it gets that bad, well, which and that's the other it's thing undeniable, too. it could come to that. But it's going to. It's not a matter of if. Yeah, it's a matter exactly. Of, they're going to try and install a digital currency with a digital control grid at some point. Right. This, this FedNow uh, backend payment system that they just put in place, that is going to be, it, it's, people think it's a digital currency. It's not. It's in order to do a digital currency and process millions of concurrent transactions, you literally have to have infrastructure in place that can process all of that. Yeah. And the federal government was, and the Fed, way behind the rest of the world. Part of the reason why they shut down Silicon Valley Bank and the three banks that the Fed took over mm-hmm. was not because of the fact that there was there was money laundering going on. That was one of the reasons. The other reason is all three of those banks were technologically far superior to the Fed. And if Mm -hmm. they could have driven a cryptocurrency, guess what? Imagine what would happen if those three banks decided to to launch a cryptocurrency, which all three had the backbone to do. You just put the Fed out of business. And more importantly, imagine the most advanced technology you have in the hands of your arch enemies. Everybody that was affiliated with Silicon Valley Bank was laundering money through a variety of different sources from a variety of different places. Most of it was our money sent and laundered back through Ukraine to the pockets and war chests for all these politicians. They, When they shut that down, they shut the pipeline down. And I think FTX was done on purpose to disclose that these activities were going on. And that was part of the whole Jamie Dimon, Larry Fink negotiation process. I I guarantee you that Jamie Dimon was behind shutting down those three banks and having the Fed take them over. Because if you hear Jerome Powell talk, he talks ex- literally as if Jamie Dimon is talking through him. So where I'm going with all of this is that a lot of these moves that have happened over the last several months are driving to a culmination point that I think aligns with what you've been saying about retrogrades and and movement. You can't move the system so far to one side or the other without some kind of a natural correction, despite every piece of control you put in place. Right. And, and, and all of that's going to happen literally all at once. It's going to be a slow burn and then it's going to be a forest fire. And when things, when things degrade, it will accelerate quickly and everything will collapse all at the same time. And Yeah, which I th- believe you're going to start to notice very strongly in September 
because it's very what we're doing between the 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 understanding the cycle of the Pluto return and then understanding we're in a nine month in this infamous year of endings for the nation, which represents spiritual material conflict. So the more these people keep driving that material, like I got to hang on to this material, you know, control and power that I think I need. The, the energy of, of it is not going to go that way because the spiritual side is what wants to win. And we've all, you know, we all know we're in some form of a spiritual war in the first place, you know, far beyond everything else. It's a global thing beyond what America is. But, you know, back to your obvious point that, yes, we are the last standing country that is freedom oriented or we were established this way. So if we don't fix this, it's we're in trouble. So as you're looking at September going into October, it's it's a nine back to a one once we get into October. So there's this sense of new beginnings. But then we repeat that as a nation moving forward in January. So the fallout, I believe, is all going to go October, November, December. And then we move into January and you really start to see, okay, now we're moving into a sense of this is how the resolve is going to start going. Because then we as a nation by next July will be in a brand new nine-year span of time and we start over again in some capacity. But I do believe it will not be as things stand right now. And as that nine to one month works from September to October, that Pluto return is doing its thing simultaneously and Pluto turns direct after being retrograde since late April or was it May 1st he went retrograde, I think, he turns around on the 10th of October, and then he moves forward again. So we're in this return cycle from September going into October simultaneously. So it's that, to me, is your culmination point of everything. Because I've had so many people say to me, oh, this, were you, you know, back in 2020, things should have happened, right? And things, I'm like, well, yeah, the opportunity was there, but all these, the humanity didn't want to see it at the time. They just still didn't want to see things. They were too stirred up and, you know, obviously the infamous pandemic coming in and all that. But at the time, the way that the cycles were then are not the same as they are now. And this is the culmination time. So the intensity is here. The the conflict, the, you know, saying this is all going to come into some, you know, big, it's like a big pressure cooker going off kind of thing. It is, so, and people are fatigued, so you're going to see people. And people are already extremely fatigued. There's anybody yeah. I talk to who says, I'm not, I, they're, they're, everybody's exhausted. Yeah. You know, mentally. It's supposed to be. Uh, Physically, they yeah, they, to, they, they've succeeded in that lovely way, you know. They want you to capitulate. Yeah, they want to yeah. drive you to capitulate. And the, mm-hmm. the, here's, here's the thing. There's a line in uh, the movie Pearl Harbor, and uh, Alec Baldwin, of all people, says it, which cracks me up. <laughs> but Mr. Baldwin. He's, <laughs> he's, he's standing on the bridge of the USS Hornet, and he's standing there. He's playing Jimmy Doolittle. And he says, you know how we're going to win this war? Guy next to him says, no, them, volunteers. Victory is for those who believe the most, the longest. Yeah. And there's something to be said for that, because I think 
what we're about to see is, is no matter which way it goes, we're about to see the American resolve. And I've been talking about it for two years and people think I'm crazy when I talk about it, but it's really an American, it's really an American cultural um, shift that happens whenever we get to a point where a catalyst event happens and people get to, well, for lack of a better word, they're reminded of who we are and what we are. Mm -hmm. You see the moral compass shift and the moral compass turns into hard resolve. Look at what happened after Pearl Harbor in 41, the U S the U S citizens and that was a drive that that event was driven by FDR to drive us into war. It was he knew that there was some kind of an attack pending. He probably there's there's debate about how much he knew, but my guess is he probably knew exactly what the Japanese were going to do and he knew exactly what was going to happen to the American public. In this case, that's going to be different this time because these are going to be unintended disclosures that galvanize the American public that this needs to stop. This yeah. needs to end and this ends here. And what we'll see between September and January is shock and awe that the elite have never seen before. And then a negotiated negotiated ceasefire somewhere around January, February. And then after that, probably nine to 12 or 15 months to sustain conflict, to root these people out and bring them to justice. Because as more, as these disclosures happen, once they finally happen around children, it's going to be the floodgates will be opened and then people are going to want, people already want justice for the election malfeasance. Wait till they see what these people have been doing for, for to children. You're going to see the, the demand for justice and street justice all at the same time. And it will be something that most Americans have never seen before. And people think it can't happen to me, but trust me when I say this. You're about to see something this 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 country has never seen before. Conflict on our own streets That's with right. foreign nationals on our streets, creating chaos and, and killing and maiming Americans, American citizens. That's not going to sit well with most Americans. And no, trust me, will they not. will pick up arms. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, there's, there's... <sighs> There's so many other different ways you can layer in cycles, but mid-October as well, you have a very potent solar eclipse that promises new leadership in this country, or at least there's a it's a good channel that's good. Because solar eclipses, again, they last. Well, that won't be a total one, but that will, after whatever is leaving <laughs> September, you're going to see something new come in mid-October. And then you have a pairing one at the end of the month that is just layering on the eclipse that happened last November. And we're going to, you know, reveal more and let you see more. And we're going to clean up how, and we're going to clear the heart and heal the heart space of this nation. That's, that's another indication of that eclipse from how that that will happen that's going to happen on the 28th of um, October so there's a lot of heartfelt matters coming into the you know into the space and um, 
you know, in nine years about, you know, equally, it, it is cleansing what is no longer necessary in order to start new next year. And, or, you know, and I know you say this quite a bit, it is, you know, if people really could visualize what they want to see, that's also extremely important in these times because as much as we're all, hey, there's a lot of like negativity out there and, and yeah, what adds, what, there's not much positive these days, but what, how do you want to see the resolve and how do you want to see that people can go back to their life and live peacefully live comfortably and live where they're not being manipulated every five minutes and gaslit, <laughs> you know, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think that's where we're, so one of the reasons why I talk about projection and I talk about visualization of what kind of country that you want to live in is for the very simple reason that <clears throat> the power of will mm-hmm. plays or is going to play a role in how we come out of this. That's right. People need to be checked in for, you know, you talk about how this is a year of, of self-reflection. There's a lot of things that people don't ever take stock in. Case in point, when's the last time people took stock of the fact that they, all the things they have in their life to be thankful for? Most people don't even look at that. Mm-hmm. Most people don't, they don't look at their friends and wonder or even ask the question, you know, what are the differences between us that I should celebrate? Because I give you a case in point. I have a friend who is, I've known this guy since I was a freshman in, in junior high. We've been friends that long. And he's, he always compliments, he always compliments me and I compliment him when we're together doing things because we're, we're opposites in a lot of ways. And when we're together, it balances out and you don't realize how like he has an amazing sense of humor. He can make people laugh. He's, he's, he's a very good looking guy and he's, he's a very good shape and he's, he's taking care of himself. And it's amazing when you're around him because his, his humor, it's infectious to people and it puts, it puts people at ease and yes. it sets them at ease. And I'm the opposite. I'm intense. I'm very direct. <laughs> you know, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> and well, that's necessary too. But yes, but I, there's but a time I and a place for it, right? Of, of well, and, that's the well, whole thing. Is is we are designed to, and that's a beautiful thing that astrology or even the numerology will teach us, is to respect our differences, because we're all meant to work in this unit, but be that individual lovely person that you came here to be, you know, whether you are intense like you or you're soft, more soft-spoken and humorous like he is, but you, it's a compliment if people understand that about one another, instead of trying to fight each other about it, which is obviously the, what people have, you know, sadly fallen for at this point. Well, we've, we've been indoctrinated from the time we were embryos. Yeah. To, to conform with society and go along with peer pressure, right? Get along to go along mm-hmm. or go along to get along has been the mantra for generations. And most people don't even know how to go against, they can't handle it personally, emotionally, or intellectually to go against the grain and ask the question. And that's, that's what led us here is the fact yeah. that you've had 
entire generations indoctrinated not to ask the, the simple question, why are we doing this? Yeah. Who thought this was a good idea? That That is literally probably one of the biggest issues that America faces right now is you have an entire generation that does not know how to, to critically question anything. No. And you're so, supposed to, because you're supposed, I, I mean, that's probably why astrology isn't exactly mainstream at all, because it teaches you to respect who you, you are and respect who others are without faulting them for who they are, you know? And hey, you're not going to get along with everybody. That's that's not the point. But Well, the to, Catholic Church is, as the Catholic Church, as well as the Christian Church, has cast numerology in the light of superstition. Sure. It's like a cult to them, which is hilarious to me because, you know, it's, it's the furthest thing from it. But I think people's trying to to wake up to the fact that there's, you know, there's something to the cycles. There's something to, um, you know, the, the astrological movement across the, um, not just the spectrum of daily life, but, people have started to realize that full moons drive crazy all the time. Oh, you bet. If you You talk to anybody in the hospital system, they will tell you full moon tonight. It's going to be crazy. Yep. Same thing in a, in, in a police station, a bar, you'll have more fights or, you know, whatever the case is, because the full moons, they, uh, they shed light on everything emotional that hasn't been dealt with. And of, of course, you know, when people, aren't grounded and it's like you were saying like everybody's just taught to fit into the system there's never in our education system do you have a meditation class do you have a self-knowledge class you don't have anything like that there's no tools you walk out of our public education with that give you anything of life you know practical self-help self-care is not selfish it's you need to do that to be able to function with the rest of the world and do your cool individual part with it, you know. Well, that's why that's how they manipulate us, right? Yeah. They, they want us to, they want to, again, it's right out of communist doctrine. They uh-huh. want to villainize anything that would make sense or give people the ability to critically think through things. And then, number two, they want to keep you agitated at all times. So, of course, they would play this as superstition. Mm-hmm. And all oh, this goes against this goes against the Bible. Somebody show me where new, numerology is in the Bible. It's it's not you know that they're, they're they conflate it to be fortune telling. It's none of that. It's no. it's predicting lunar cycles and or you know astrological cycles and saying there's going to be events here that correspond with events in history and. You know, the things that you and I have talked about over the last several months, every bit of it has been spot on. Yeah. Every bit of it. And it's, you're not predicting anything. You're not saying this is what's going to be. You're saying there's going to be a ton of activity related to this. Yes. And, and, and that's why I call I it a forecast. It like. And I take the word. I don't use prediction in my work. I have that very clear even on my website. I say, if you're looking for someone to predict your future, just go go else, go somewhere else. Because that's not what I do. It's called a forecast for a reason. It tells you what the energy is, but you're going back to your important point of free will and what is the will going to do with that information. That's up to you. And nobody should be making decisions for you, but yourself. 
Because otherwise, you gave your power away. Yeah. And, and the, how many people have done that recently? I mean, we won't go there. <laughs> many. Many. Too many. Too many, sadly so. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're right at an hour. Um, okay. We, did did that, you, you know, it always goes fast talking to you. Yes, Susie. it does. <laughs> that long-winded colonel. Hey, we appreciate you and, um, you know, tenfold appreciate you. And, and as always, thank you for your service and, and everything that you're doing, you know, to bring awareness to people and some, you know, obviously some very needed clarity in comparison to other places they can go look for information, or even if they think they're getting the truth these days, um, you know, you're, you're always just your analysis and just take on things is it, it agrees with the cycles. I'm going to, you know, I, I just will keep repeating it. You, you know, you lay it out very, very well. And I'm like, yeah, yeah we can back all that up, you know? So, um, it's always a pleasure to have you back on and we'll, we'll have to be doing this again. I'm sure to, uh, see how these next months unfold from here. And, um, yeah, any last, uh, closing thoughts you have and, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. I, 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 for the folks that are listening to this, I know this is outside your wheelhouse. This is probably not a conversation that you're used to hearing. And if you listen to the last time we did this, I think it was back in March. Yes, that, that was back this. in March. Yep. You're going to see a couple of things. I we, The curse that I have is that I can't go watch a movie or a TV show or listen to a, anything on the radio or a podcast without hearing themes and messages and talking points. And I watch a movie and I say, okay, there's the gay and lesbian talking point. There's the trans talking point. There's the transhumanist talking point. I I don't have the luxury of stepping back from this. It's not something that, that I, I'm blessed with. But Well, you've seen it, all this firsthand, and it is your area of expertise. <laughs> I have written too you much of it. You would be standing in your truth if you did. That's true. <laughs> but that said, remember to take a step back and focus on the things that matter in, in your life right now, because yes. you're, you're not going to get a chance when all this kicks off to catch your breath for quite some time. Yeah. And war is a marathon. It is not a sprint. People think that things are going to happen quickly. If you think that's the case, go look at Ukraine. That, that whole situation developed over almost a two year period now. And we're seeing literally no change from incremental changes from the very start of it. That's how this is going to go. It's going to be very important to do self-reflection, to do self-care, and to be grounded in reality. Everything you see in the mainstream, on TV, on radio, in legacy social media is a lie. Everything. Start from that premise and work your way back to the truth. There are the problem we have and the problem we're going to have moving forward for some time is the fact that there's not going to be a source of truth that people can go to and say definitively, this is the truth. Because there's so much spin, so much, so much conjecture that's thrown into things now. You literally have to go to two to three sources to find the truth. And even then you have to be very discerning about what you see and be skeptical of everything. You got it. 
and sound advice and move forward with a very methodical and thoughtful process. Don't move forward and think that everything's going to be fine. Move forward. Do I have my bases covered when it comes to food, to water, to money? Use cash, buy gold and silver, do things that are going to preserve wealth because when the dollar collapses and it will collapse, you're not going to benefit from that. The very, very wealthy are, and they've got stockpiles of gold and silver. You and I don't have those resources. Right. So it's going to be important to be involved in your community so you can pool and share resources. And that will show up in a variety of ways. It could be a barter system, could be it could be a new exchange system, but there's going to be something that starts at the local level. It's not going to don't look to national, look to local, because that's how this is this is how we fought World War One. That's how we fought World War Two. That's how we're going to fight this war. It's going to be exactly the same at the community level that emanates out from the community level. Stop looking national down. Look from your doorstep out. That's why I talk about line of sight and sphere of influence. What you can see, what you can touch is real. Everything else is a fabrication. And that's all I've got to say about that. (laughs) And as always, sound, solid Capricorn advice. Absolutely. Right. I'm really glad we could do this. I appreciate you being flexible today. It, it was a, bit, a whirlwind of a day, but hey, we were able to record. I'm glad. So Excellent. Yes, this is going to be very, um, uh, very informative and good for people to have under, under their thinking hats uh, moving forward for uh, the remainder of August here. So as always, thank you so much for coming back and we'll be doing an update again in another uh, few months. My pleasure. Okay. Thank you. And as always, thank you so much for being here and taking another silent listen to the Sharita Star Empower Hour. Be sure to connect with the go-to link for today's episode to dive even deeper and continue to raise your consciousness with Lieutenant Colonel Stephen Murray's keen analysis and impeccable wisdom to keep anyone reachable and teachable, fully armed in practical empowerment concerning America and our global scope. Equally, with great advanced gratitude, please kindly share this podcast if it resonates with you to do so. We'll be back on September 8th with more consciousness conversation to keep you fully empowered and ultimately aware as we continue on in the most riveting, reflective times for all of humanity during 2023. This is Shaveda Star signing off for today's message to never compromise living consciously. Take good care of each other and namaste, dear stars.
I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.